Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. children of the Most High God. Welcome to Kingdom Empowerment. It is my desire and privilege for you into and through the kingdom of God. My name is Elder Coilette James, and it is truly, as I said, an honor and a privilege to share with you on this evening. We have uh, 15 minutes of power to impart within you. I'm prayerful that your hearts and your minds are open and ready to receive the word of God. So with that being said, we will dive right into it. Tonight we're talking about possessing your land and understanding what it means to possess your land and some of the obstacles that would try to keep you out of your land. What is your land exactly? Your land is the territory that God has promised you. You have to understand that when you were created, there was already a promise in place that God had set in motion for a specific place and time for you to have rulership over territory. He created you with greatness within you and gave you dominion to rule under his authority and by his word. So we are living in an incredible time in the Lord right here, right now, when he has called up the greatness that he has placed within you to come forth and to manifest. Do you not recognize and understand that you are not an accident, that you're being here at this appointed time, exactly in the personage of who you are is no accident. God predetermined this time, this place, and the space you are currently occupying to put in motion his will in the earth realm. What an awesome thing to understand. You were created for such a time as this, just as Mordecai told Esther. And remember the story of Esther. She saved her people, the whole nation of Israel, from imminent demise. She was that one that fasted, prayed, and said, God, use me as you will. And if I perish, let me perish, but I am going to see the king. And the king was her husband, and God gave her favor. And as they say, the rest is history. So I want you to understand that you have been created with that same greatness within you, and you have been given a command to go in and possess the territory. Now, again, we said that your land is your territory, the territory that God has promised you. We are not just talking about a plot of land that is so many acres by so many acres. We are talking about great regions and and realms that God has given you authority over. Understand that one of the most powerful weapons that you have at your disposal is the weapon of prayer. When God gives you an unction to pray, you always, 
always want to pray prophetically. So it is important that you get before God, sit at his feet, and hear his heartbeat for whatever it is he's called you to take dominion over. Yes, he has given you dominion. He said that in Genesis 1, when he created you, or Genesis 2. I'm sorry, let's go to it so I don't misquote it. But he gave you dominion at your creation. He created you in his image and in his likeness and then told you to go forth and to multiply and to subdue and to take dominion. Amen? Amen. So starting at Genesis 1, and then he repeated it again in Genesis 2. Genesis 1, he said, 1 and 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over everything that moveth upon the earth. God placed that within you, that power of dominion. He said it, hallelujah, he missed it, and he never took it back. We lost our dominion through sin, but through the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus the Christ, he has given that dominion back unto us. So all of us that will go forth and receive Christ into our hearts, we have received that dominion back into our lives. Hallelujah. What an awesome thing that is. So now we're going to go forward, and we're going to go to Deuteronomy, the second chapter, where God gave a command to go forth and take the land. We're starting at Deuteronomy, the second chapter, in the 24th verse. It reads in the King James Version, Rise up, take your journey, and pass over the river Aran. Behold, I have given unto thy hand Shehan the Amorite, king of Hezbron, and his land begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. This day will I begin to put the dread of thee and the fear of thee upon the nations that are under the whole heaven. Who shall hear report of thee and shall tremble and be in anguish because of thee? Now, I also want to read that to you out of the, um, the complete Jewish Bible as well. I always love to, to give different translations, and I always like to go back to um, one of the beginnings. Um, this, is, this was translated directly from Hebrew, and we know that prior to the Bible being in Hebrew, it was in Aramaic, but we're going to go to the Hebrew rendition of it at this time. It says, get up, get moving, and cross the Aram Valley. Here I have put in your hands Sichon, the Emery, King of Hezbron and his land, commence the conquest, begin the battle. Today, I will start putting the fear and dread of you into all the peoples under heaven so that 
the mere mention of your name will make them quake and tremble before you. Now, we know that he was talking about the mere mention of the children of Israel, but we must understand that we are of that tribe. Once we accepted Christ, we were adopted into the family of the beloved. Never get fooled by what man will try and tell you that Christianity separates you from Judaism because that is a lie from hell. What Christianity does is incorporate Incorporate you into the family of God. The children of Israel are the chosen people of God, and because we have been adopted by accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have been adopted into the family of God. So our lineage goes back to Abraham. Our lineage goes back to the covenant that was made between Abraham and God. So therefore, that covenant stated that God would be our God and we would be his people. You need to understand that because you need to know why you have the right of passage to possess the land that God has given you. For so many, we get caught up in the religiosity of Christianity, and we forget that Christ never came to start a new religion. He did not come and say, okay, we're going to form this new set, and it's going to be called Christianity. No, he came to make us one with the Father once again so that we would have right standing with him and be adopted into the family of God. Why? Because we needed to be able to stand on the covenant promises of God in order to go forth and do what God created us to do. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve, that he would not leave us in our sin and in our demise and in our separated state from him, but he wanted to make sure that we, hallelujah, would be reconciled back unto him. Why? So that we could take dominion, so that we could rule and reign according to the edict that he wrote for us. He put it in writing that we would rule. We would be kings and priests. Hallelujah. He is the king of kings. We are the kings that are under the king. Amen. He has given us power. The first thing we need to take dominion over itself. Amen. We need to take dominion over self. We need to take self, ourselves, our will, our minds, our minds, back from the hand of the enemy because we have yielded it to him for far too long. We have bought into the word that says if it feels good, do it, that we have the ability to control ourselves. If you look back over your life, you will recognize and understand that in your ability to control yourself, you have done nothing but made a mess. We want to give control back over to God where it needs to be. Now, in our giving God control, then we have the freedom and the choice to make godly choices and decisions. God never intended us to be robotic and to just do things in, in without preservation or, or, or perception of thought. He gave us the ability to choose what we would do in this earth realm. Why? Because he wanted us to freely choose him. He wanted us to freely serve him. He wanted us to freely be in his family and 
in his lineage. So he has given us the ability to do that. So the first territory we are going to, to take back is ourselves. We are going to decree and declare that, hallelujah, God created us for, for greatness. He created us in his image and in his likeness. He created us to be a speaking spirit as he is, and he, hallelujah, has given us dominion over the earth realm and dominion over our emotions, over our thoughts, over our selfish realm, and over our flesh. So that's our conqueror, our, our territory this week, that we are going to work on going forth and conquering. Hallelujah. Just remember, you are able to do all that God created you to do, but first and foremost, you've got to subdue yourself taking back every vain imagination, every thought that would exalt itself over the thoughts of God. You have to bring them back into captivity, hallelujah, and make sure that you are thinking with the same mind that was in Christ. And his mindset was that he only does what he hears his father say. He only says, I'm sorry, he only does what he sees his father do. He only says what he hears his father say. That's the place that we want to get in. Again, I told you, your most powerful weapon is prayer. Why is that important? Because if we go to the first rule of, uh, first law of mention in the Bible, when prayer was mentioned for the first time, it was David praying unto God, repeating back to him what God had spoke over his household. We want to get into that same place. So when you go into prayer, you first want to go in in silence and hear what God is saying. Lord, what is it that you want me to speak forth? And as God gives you the utterance, as he said in his word, the spirit will give you utterance when you know not what to pray for. As God gives you utterance, then you repeat back unto him what he has decreed for you. I promise you, if you take this into heart and give God a praise and a glory and an honor for that that he has already spoken over your life, you will take back your territory, that the enemy thought he had taken from you. I pray that this moment of encouragement and empowerment has been a blessing to you, and I pray that you will this week give before God on a daily basis, hear his heart on the matter that you're placing before him, and decree and declare, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Have an incredible week in him. God bless you. Building the nation with the word of the Lord, teaching the people 